<laughs> so one of the, I'm gonna bring it up again, even though we're not recording yet. Technically, we are. It's in here. I can put it in if I want. I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown man. Um, there was another Doug Benson game because that's all I listened to on my trips to up and to and from San Diego was uh, was was Doug Loves Movies. It's another Doug Benson game of John Wicker Man. You heard mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta come up with I, I'm doing it. I'm gonna come up with a game for you and our guests next week. <laughs> for Let's this. Do it. I like games. <laughs> We're gonna have fun with some games. But John Wickerman yes. was great. Uh lots of lots of uh things like that. I think he also did a Renfield or Vampire's Kiss or neither uh game as well. Because <laughs> they're both him as a vampire. Are they both him as Dracula? What is is uh, Nick Cage Dracula in Vampire's Kiss? No, have you seen Vampire's Kiss? I don't think so. I would say no. Okay, it's a fantastic bad movie. It's like maybe one of my. It might be my favorite bad movie. Really, Nick Cage basically has a breakdown and thinks he's turning into a vampire. (laughs) Is he? Is he not? Watch the movie, find out. (laughs) But he's in therapy and he's just losing his shit as only Nick Cage can. Oh my God, he uses a couch as a casket. It's so funny. (laughs) Okay, I think I do need to see it then. (laughs) Uh, Because that's a completely, that's a completely different, well, not that different, but pretty different from uh, Renfield. Have you seen... um, Fuck! What's that movie? Moon Moonlight Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Uh, yeah, a long time ago. He's got a wooden hand for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that movie's chaotic. I've also seen Wicker Man, which is also a movie that is just batshit crazy. Is that the bees? Yeah, it's the bees. Uh, I've not seen that, but I know the bees. It was yeah, bees held over or bees on his head, all contained in a wicker basket. Oh, hence the man. <laughs> hence the man. Uh, but John Wicker Man was a good one because. Uh, I pretty much if you if you ever listen to Douglas movies and you listen to his antics on just keeping a theme um, and how he'll just have the same answer for everything. He did all the voices for John Wickerman in his Nick Cage impression, which is pretty good, by the way. Uh, so you pretty much knew all the answers were Wickerman, <laughs> not John Wick. <laughs> but I think he just I think he just likes the titles that he comes up with for his games. <laughs> and oh, he just goes pig. with that. Yeah, actually, that was, that was one. Yeah. <laughs> That's been my favorite part about revisiting the old ones is all his like stupid names for the Leonard Malton game categories are just so much fun. Yeah. Like if he just came on is like, all right, here's three categories. I would have played Len Malton. We're not going to play the game though because he's tired of it. I'm like, all right, cool. We had a good time. Yeah. I think he legitimately just has a good time coming up with names for things. 60 Uh, I did it too early. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 60 Second Car, the podcast that covers the entire franchise that is The Fast and the Furious. Uh, we're here still in minute 16, 15, 17, minute 17 of That's the, one. the original The Fast and the Furious, which we always we already know is just a fraud. It's not the original. Um, you know the whole story, you've seen the whole movie by now of the original Fast and the Furious, but this is the original, according to Vin Diesel and the family. Um, 
We are starting into some of the more important pieces of this uh, movie. I think we're well past the um, introductions. We're well past the raising of what is happening. And we're not really in a climax, but we are in our first major kind of action here of this movie. Where we are introing to... I, I said we're out of intros, but we're introing into our first car race. It's not our first driving, like, but it's our first car race. I feel like this point is when this movie is what it says it is. Like yes. we've we've had a heist, we've had a fight over tuna, and we've had it's been some pretty guy, furious, especially that, pretty, yeah, that fight over the tuna. Yes, that was pretty angry. Uh, and we've had some dude who's really into nos trying not to get fired or whatever. But this is like what. I think the movie is, which is street racing. Yes. Or what I thought the movie was when it came out. Yes. And the sort of on the edge of legal, not legal, very much illegal, but probably not many people are going to jail. Um, in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right into the screenshots here because the first screen we have is uh, the kind of beautiful artsy shot of our radar detector. Yeah, look at that depth of field. It's, it's pretty just good. perfectly, yeah. It is the patrolman, one word, patrolman, uh, scanning receiver. And I guess it's only got 10 channels. I think that's what that means. But as, as these things do, they scan across all 10 channels until they pick something up on uh, the CB radio or the frequencies that they would, I guess, believe that the uh, police would be using. From what I understand, at this point in time, this is probably not easy to get a hold of. I know, like, they they got pretty easy to get a hold of throughout the 2000s of, like, radar scanners and stuff like that. Uh, in fact, not to bring up Seinfeld again, but there's a whole, ep there, not a whole episode, but there's a whole scene of Kramer and uh, Newman um, selling each other things or trading things. One of them happens to be a radar detector uh, that doesn't work, and the other one is a helmet that is pretty much worthless, and that's their whole thing. Um, but uh, this one seems like a nice one, so do you think... The question is, do you think this was a uh, part of the pile of goods that they may or may not have uh, stolen from the back of these trucks? Uh, the reason I'm asking, is this a first hint into maybe we know who the people in the Civics are? Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm like, I, I don't think it's a product of the heist. I think it's something that assisted with the heist. Because again, in that heist, there was no cops. But right. all those things they stole were Panasonic. Uh I have a question that you may not know the answer to. Okay. Are these things illegal? Because I googled this exact model and I'm finding versions of it, but they all say realistic on like eBay, which makes me think they're not supposed to be real. But why would so many people buy quote realistic police scanners? Is that just like what they're putting in front to be like, oh, these aren't these aren't real? Wink, wink. So, I think this was a and this this was actually a big point of of conversation between a lot of people back in the early 2000s and i think maybe throughout the 90s too it might have gone back even through the 90s maybe even the, the 80s i'm not sure um i wasn't alive i don't know um but i do remember a lot of people Brag. talking about radar detectors and for the most part from what i heard from people said talking about them is they were illegal because it was a way to it was a tool to help you avoid the, the authorities right um, but then there was like every now and then I would hear somebody say, oh no, 
uh, if you unplug it, it's no longer illegal. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those, I, I don't know if this person actually knew a loophole in the legal system or they were just full of shit. <laughs> so that reminds me, a few weeks or a few months ago now, I went on a trip to Portugal and we went up to Porto where port wine is made. And back in the way back, they had all the, the church shit on one on one side of the river and they had all these wineries on the other side of the river mm -hmm. to keep them separated because that way it wasn't a sin or whatever. But everyone would make wine on one side because then it was like fine and legal. And then they'd put it in boats and take it across the way. That sounds like some just like minute bullshit like mm -hmm. that to me. <laughs> like if it's unplugged, it's it's fine. If Very, it's across the if it's across the water, it's it's not illegal. It's not a sin. Very common, right? That happens all the time. People people do. So this is what I say. We, Katie and I talk about this all the time. The the most common thing that I think I sit there and laugh when watching people is how much effort people go through to be lazy or to game the system. Sure. Or when they think they're gaming the system. How much effort people go through to do these things is just hilarious to me. It is one of the more entertaining people watching things because people will do so many different things where they think they're gaming the system. My favorite thing is when people will go back and forth, zoom in and out of, of lanes or whatever it might be just to end up at the same stoplight that you were that you end up with or at while you're going just at normal speed. <laughs> I'm like, I see it so often. It's crazy. It's so, it's so often. It's crazy. But yeah, it seems like, yeah, that's the same attitude, right? Just, just a little loophole just to get around the thing. I don't know. So we don't, we don't actually, this, this scanner comes into play in a couple of minutes in yes. a way I find very interesting. But the fact that we have it, it's scanning right now is, I didn't realize that this had already been shown, but, you know. It's very uh, quick. It's very quick. Uh, but this minute starts with them saying, Goddamn street racers. Saying, Goddamn street racers. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that, yeah, then uh, what else do you have screenshot wise? I don't want to get ahead of you. Oh, sure. Uh, I do want to mention that. Um, Please. I, I, I always, and I think most people probably do, but like. One of the things I wanted to do in movies for such a long time, especially through college, was be the audio recorder. Um, and I always pick up on when something was ADR'd, meaning, you know, recorded after they actually filmed it. I'm pretty sure the damn Street Racers was very much ADR'd. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which I find hilarious. Because I'm like, does that mean that that the director deciding he wants to be in the movie was that like a last minute decision? <laughs> he was just like, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. And then they just didn't have everything set up or the, he wasn't enunciating. So they didn't hear him. And they had to yeah, get maybe. that 80 yard. Uh, I just find that, I find that hilarious. Anyway, uh, we have Leon who is almost always looking serious and has this exact face on his face all the time. Mm -hmm. He just always looks like this, right? Am I, am I remembering that incorrectly or is he just no, always I, I a serious No, I think you're I think you're correct. This is uh yeah, Johnny Strong. He's got to keep his mm -hmm. his cool band face because again, he's in a band, so mm -hmm. we all look this way. All all the band all band people. Mm -hmm. Do you think marching band people look this way? They look more intense. <laughs> Were you marching band? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Got I uh, never did any like school sanctioned music stuff when I, I was playing in high school. I didn't either. Yeah. 
I think uh, the first time I ever joined anything was when a group of, honestly, not even friends, but like mutual friends, kind of. I don't know. I really didn't have many friends, but this is in middle school. Um, and they knew that I played the guitar at that point. In fact, it's still the same guitar that I have that I've been as GT. Um, that uh, they knew I had it and they knew I played a little bit and they were like, we're going to do a talent show. This is middle school, by the way. I think I said that. Uh, we're going to do a talent show and we need another guitar to play uh, I Want to Be Your Girl by Jet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when, when uh, because they're like, when we're, when we're doing the solo, it sounds wrong because we don't have the backup. We don't have the background guitar. And I was like, I, I guess I can play that because it's like three chords and it's just dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, and so that was like the only time I think I did anything in in school and then the next time i joined anything was well in college um yeah i uh i played a battle of the bands during one of our like late in year fuck around days when like from lunchtime till three o'clock they just had like events and stuff i mm. dan the green i think we called her something like that but yeah we had a battle of the bands and it was me uh my friend thomas and two f- people we knew and we got to play four songs. We played two instrumentals that I wrote that were terrible. And then we played a cover of Heaven's Alive by Lacuna Coil, which, uh, quick quick uh, plug for Far Beyond Metal, I interviewed Christina from Lacuna Coil, and I got to tell her this and how horribly it went. <laughs> and it's like a highlight of my life. And then we also covered Spiders by System of a Down. And throughout the entire set, the guitar was going out of tune. It was so, so bad. <laughs> And uh, that was the first time I played anything, and for some reason I stuck with it. <laughs> hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. The first time I, I've told the story, I think maybe have I told it on this podcast? I might have actually. Uh, the first time I ever really did comedy in front of people, or really had somebody ask me to do comedy, was at a um, philosophy symposium in front of a crowd who was not ready for comedy. And uh, well, I did a little bit after that too. So you know, it it, it, it tends to go wrong at the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do comedy in front of people who don't want to hear comedy. Um, it's it's great. It's a great idea. Uh, but yeah, like... It, how did we get here? Because he's in a band? Uh, yeah, he's serious. Anyway, Leon's looking right. on. There we go. Yeah, got us okay. back. <laughs> I, I very much lost how we got here. Um, I do love the yellow and with the blue roll cage in here. He's ready cool. to. He's ready for anything. It feels like this is more in, maybe indicative to later movies and what they should be equipped with. But you know, I guess it works here. You never know what's going to happen. Hmm. Um, start rewatching the other ones and wonder if they have roll cages. I feel like they don't. Yeah, I think some of them do. I think maybe Dom's stuff might, but I think most everybody else's doesn't. Um, which you know, I guess makes sense. Uh, we talk about. I, I mean, you know. I think certain characters make certain points when they talk about the fact that, yeah, you may all be family, but anybody that's close to Don or Dom may be in trouble of losing their life. So maybe it's not really that good. Maybe they could just be at home living a normal life. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yes, the next scene we have here is uh, everybody pulling up in unison, by the way, which is, I'll tell you, I, I've not been to many races. This is not what happens. I don't think they all pull up at the same time like this. I think this is just for cool factor. It's pretty cool, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think people just pull up to the to the starting line like whenever they're ready, whenever they can. So them all pulling up at the same time, I probably going the same speed. Then makes my next note even weirder. Okay, because Brian 
being the noob and the fucking cop he is, rolls up to the line and goes past the line like an idiot. <laughs> so he's going at the same speed as everybody and fucks up. So yeah, so this is... So, oh, oh well, they do it in a sequence, right? Which is also weird because that's not what this scene shows. This scene, yeah. this scene shows that they're all going the same speed, exactly like what you're talking about. And then there's this scene here where Dom pulls up and then the white car and then the next red car... And then we have uh, Brian not stopping, even though he just watched three cars stop at the same point, in a un- in, not in unison, but one after another, meaning he had three chances to watch where they were stopping, and then pulls right past it, as you just said. Um, before this happens, though, I wanted to point out, Jesse is just cheering for his life. He is cheering the, woo, thumb up, and everything just... Oh, he's so excited for this race. He's such a good cheerleader. <laughs> I wonder if in this world, this is like a, this can't be a rare thing because they have this cool meetup club. So is this just another Saturday? Is this a special race? Like, is I, I, I don't know. I, I, like I, I said really in the previous don't. episode, it baffles me that all these like hundred people rolled into that creepy alley to do a single race. So maybe that's the appeal of this. So how much time passes in this movie? It's like, it's got to be like a month or two, right? Well, we have th- three weeks is the only time that's really said out loud. And that's just because we know sandwiches. Um, but that's not necessarily but that's from before the heist. The movie. Or, is it? Right? Doesn't he, doesn't he, isn't that, oh, so that. That's a line that they say at the, the cafe. Right. But it. It could, I don't think this, it could be the heist happens, time passes, and that's why Brian's on the scene. Oh, well, yeah, no, I guess, I guess the assumption is that heists have been happening for a while and they're finally bringing somebody in for undercover. So either, and, but, but however, you could absolutely be right. That could have been the heist. And then all of a sudden, you know, this is happening. I, I think there's enough context to say that that's not true, but I don't, I couldn't say that for certain yeah so it's not definitive but you know it's it's and theory i guess and theory so yep but uh based on just the like the time passing shots of the la skyline it would make me think it could be anywhere from like a month to like three days right the reason i'm asking is because we never really see a street race again right this is the this is the only time this happens like like this pretty sure right yeah so, like, if it is rare, I mean, I'm sorry, if it is common, they don't show it again. And and that's why I'm, that's what I was asking. Is this like a month or two months that pass by and they don't do another one of these? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Jesse is excited. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Uh, on the opposite spectrum, end of the spectrum, uh, Vince is uh, doing more stare downs as, as Brian drives by. <laughs> And that's what we get. Oh, no. We also have Mia and Letty. Um, Letty doing her signature her signature move. Just looking like she's going to punch somebody. And uh, Mia? Concerned or confused? I'm not sure. Mia, there. That's... She's there. So far, that's what she's been in the last two scenes. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, and then he rolls past the starting line. And then he backs up. And this is where we get our, our signature. Our iconic, which will be... God, it's got to be in every movie, I think. This yep, I think so. Stare down the windows at each other before the race type thing. It's got to be every movie. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't believe that it can't be. Um 
Jaw Rule all the way down to Disappointed Dad <laughs> Vin <laughs> Diesel. Because I think he's shaking his head at, in this point in the, in the scene. He's like, oh. <laughs> well, I think I he just saw him blow past the line. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got this. Well, we don't know he's this yet, but we have Buster uh, rolling up Buster. and not doing so hot. <laughs> this Buster. <laughs> Brian, are you a Buster? <laughs> so I've done this for like a lot of other people that we've encountered in this movie, and I haven't done it for this dude yet. The fourth race in this race, uh, Danny Yamamoto, played mm-hmm. by RJ Devira. Mm-hmm. Uh, does have a Wikipedia page. When you Google him, he's known for being a drag racer and this. So mm-hmm. there's his He's a representative out. of like a car parts company or something. Sure. I think. Um, and maybe that was their their favor or something to get in here. Um, Where, but, does but yeah. it have his uh, URL in his car? I don't think so. I think it's just a white car. Should. Uh, he does a PlayStation ad kind of later in a different. Oh, different yeah. Minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have all the stare down, the iconic first stare down we have throughout the uh, all the all the windows and stuff like that. They all look over, I think, at Don one at a time or Dom one at a time though. So Brian is looking on, we're looking from his perspective, kind of. And then he looks at Edwin, who looks at Brian, and then I think he turns to the next person, and then and then then he turns to Dom, and we have this like line of everybody turning their head one at a time. They everybody does everything in a very very nice sequence. They're all they all park in sequence. They all turn their heads in sequence. You know, they're just you know coordinated swimmers. Uh, they're just <laughs> great. They're uh, they should go to the Olympics doing stuff like this. Uh, and then and then we turn into everybody's uh, uh, cars, and we see this uh, very very. Of the times, remote control as uh, as Dom turns on his his big stereo that's in the trunk. The weight of things in cars, because mm-hmm. does he have a sub? Subs aren't light. Seems yeah. like a weight on the car, but those you know. sp- those speakers are big. He's got mm-hmm. a full box full of stuff. God, do you remember that time when that was just like people's trunks? Is that still yep. the case anywhere? Uh, Can't be right. I. I don't think anyone has like know. CD changers in the trunk anymore, but I think they... yeah, I think all the tech is just stock in the car now. Um, I know when I had my first vehicle, my dad's old truck, he upgraded the sound system a little bit, and like I sat on a subwoofer under the seat, nice, um, and that was like upgraded. But other than that, no, I don't, I don't think I've seen that in a while. Then again, like who knows? I I'm not in. I don't live in the area where like a lot of people who care about their cars would really live. Like people just buy, you know, whatever expensive car they can get their hands on for some reason. So I'm like, we don't live in a nice place. I know that you don't have a bunch of cash to be able to buy this. Did you just blow all of your whatever you just got on this car? Because it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I imagine probably not. Right. Yeah. But yeah. And the and song then, playing on his system is yeah, Lock is It that? Down by Digital Assassins. Digital Assassins. Yes. That's, I feel like somebody ripped that off and made it an EDM band at this point in time that has that same name. I feel like oh, it's I think that it's generic. Them. Is I, the I think, same thing? I think this name is somebody I've seen associated with Linkin Park in like a oh. remix capacity. So it's like, it seems familiar, but I can't pull why and I didn't bother to Google it. So that, that could be where my memory is coming from too. Um, I don't know what's happening with this screenshot, but it looks like I'm, it looks almost like I'm watching a screen. I like screen capped a screen that has a bunch of scratches on it. 
I don't know what's going on on the left-hand side here, but yeah. I think we have a pretty iconic stick shift from uh, Dom as well. I think he tends to use that type of stick shift a lot, but I, maybe it's just fancy. Um, but are you ready for uh, the intro of probably the most famous name character in this movie? I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. Monica. And we go on to Edwin about to, I don't, force him to feel her up? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Monica, who, I don't, is she named at this exact moment? Because we discussed in a previous minute when Dom rolls up, there's ADR where he's like, Monica, and they show some other woman who it, in my head was Monica, but mm -hmm. we know this lady in a few minutes is Monica because of jaw rule but mm -hmm. so right now don't know who this person is but she rolls up edwin this is yours win or lose mm -hmm. and then and... oh oh that's in the next minute it is yeah uh i don't does she even say that i guess she does say that in this minute right that's yes. like the yeah. very last part of the minute is her saying it I have win or, or win or lose, and then my little note says end on cliffhanger. What is, <laughs> win or lose? What? what? What happens? Uh, I think we do have a straight up just boob grab, though. Yes, we and do. I'll say it right now. Jaw Rule's not out there reaching. He's not being weird and gross about it. She does it for him. So <laughs> I believe that indicates consent, which is which is sexy. Consent is sexy. Yes, um, so that's I think what we get here. Uh, but yeah, exactly what you said. The cliffhanger. Who is this person? <laughs> uh, is it is this Monica? Because I don't think he's. I don't think the name is set. It's not yet, but you know. So we know so that that leads me to think about going back to the scene where Dom says Monica. Do we see her? I don't. I don't think we do. If you're a connect from him greeting the two people about yoga and hey monica and then it's letty being mad that he is hugging on those girls not just talking i would think one of them is monica but right. it's not it's not that woman right exactly is That's that why i have no idea i don't i don't yeah i don't know i'm looking through these minutes and i don't think i have this i don't think i have that part um where where he actually says oh okay so here i i kind of do he says it about here right yeah. i don't think she's here so where does monica come from i don't know man <laughs> i'm freaking out i don't know where monica comes from how does how, does does edwin is he actually being a dude that just forgets people's names and he just yells a random name <laughs> he's like i, I guess that's also a possibility because <laughs> i guess oh man that's great that's it's such an interesting way to think about this thing like maybe this is his just like scream to the heavens thing like instead of ah oh, shit he screams monica <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's oh maybe she's hip-hop witch and she cursed him and he's like monica <laughs> i'm sorry do you mean the hip-hop witch sorry my bad the hip-hop witch maybe Get that's monica correct. yeah thank you <laughs> I, I don't know i think we can theorize for the about this for a long time i think we can get very philosophical i think edwin might be 
the messiah of our day who knows um he may be the da hip-hop witch himself all i know is we are getting into the thick of it we are 17 minutes into this movie and we are about to start our very first race of any sort whatever it might be uh this is our last episode of not having any guests it's true i Uh, mean looking like we've got one scheduled next week so that doesn't mean we're gonna have a ton more guests every time that just means it's our last one without a guest i keep Uh, keep invites to people if they want to come on they're always welcome open door policy i forget who all i've invited of the person from the chat you can't come next week because we got someone lined up but one day <laughs> uh yeah absolutely um if if there are some mega fans or people who have things to talk about it reach out i obviously cannot guarantee anything um but if uh, i know you or we have some mutuals i'd love to chat i'd love to chat about this um and if not i'm happy chat- chatting with uh, just dan and daniel all day long that's fine with me too um with that being said uh we are at the end of this minute and if you have not been watching live if you've been watching all the recordings we do stream this live at twitch.tv slash danotage d-a-n-o-t-a-g-e you can find us every tuesday or wednesday at 5 30 however i think next week is guaranteed to be at uh tuesday on tuesday at 5 30 um because for those who don't know it's katie's birthday on wednesday hey. so that'll be fun um i told her she's got like a busy day at work but i told her we'd maybe go to a nice fresh french restaurant and she can get some french fries Ooh la la. <laughs> she's she really likes french fries and we like this french, french fries. Oh, maybe we'll get this french restaurant i don't know yeah some frites um i swear that okay that sounds like i'm gonna take her out and just buy her french fries and that's her birthday dinner i swear that's not what's happening <laughs> uh but uh find us t- tuesday at uh 5 30 over on twitch.tv slash if you're watching this on the video platform at youtube.com slash danotage leave a comment or a like or whatever it might be and then uh you know follow us and subscribe on all your on one of your favorite podcasting apps as we are 60 second car just 60 second car you can also email us at 60 second car at gmail.com i've been dan aka danotage as go guest host or not co-host as always by daniel aka overcord you can find us on all things make sure you go shout outs to uh, far beyond metal and uh, with that, I'll see you all next time. Anybody who's high is going to freak out listening to that. <laughs> You're running through a forest. You're running through a forest. Those trees over trees over trees. Stop, 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 stop. I remember uh, that was something we did in high school when people were high. And sometimes people would fall over. I, I don't know if it was real or not. It seemed extreme for a reaction to being high you like and go then, like this you go like this you go like that and people like react like they're actually getting hit as long as you remind them that they're breathing <laughs> <laughs> remember you're breathing right now and that's how you freak them out anyway goodbye <laughs> <laughs>